You are listening to Rags to Resale, the podcast for career resellers or anyone who wants to amp up their online resale business the right way. Here are your Posh Pro experts. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Rags to Resale. It is me, Megan, and I am, even though it looks like I'm in a really boring hotel room, I'm actually in Houston at Posh Fest. Yay! And I have... Two of my cohorts with me here. I grabbed the two closet consultants that I was enjoying the most today. And we are together as a threesome of closet consultant brains to talk about all things Posh Fest, closet consulting, and Poshmark. What why we're here, who we are, why are we doing what we do? And uh, so these classic consultants were chosen out of thousands of people that decided that they wanted to speak at PoshFest. And these guys were chosen along with me to be a closet consultant and for a very good reason. Please introduce yourselves. Randy at the top here. Hey, I'm Randy from Las Vegas. I am Rolling Rack Posh on Poshmark. And I applied this is my second year I applied to either be a speaker or a closet consultant. And they finally called back because we're in real life this year. So yeah. Martina, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Martina and my closet is crazy, normal, chic. And I actually am from the Houston area. I live about 60 miles North around the Lake Conroe area. And when I saw Posh Fest was going to be in Houston, I've never been to one. Yeah. And I was is my opportunity. And I've never met another reseller since I've been doing this since 2018. So this has been amazing for me to meet so many people and have like mine together. It is, it has been fun to talk the talk that I talk that feels like a foreign language to everyone in my life and have everyone talk back and know what I'm saying. It was so fun. I've been skeptical about Posh Fest. It's, you know, it's an expensive ticket. And I always said I wouldn't do it unless I was speaking or, or being, you know, some part of it because uh, there, I feel like there's value in that. I stand corrected. I would come as a participant. I really would. It's been wonderful. And it's only been day one. We've got day two tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, so Martina, you're from Houston. Where are you from, Randy? Uh, originally Chicago, but I've been in Las Vegas since 2005. So now Las Vegas. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So where from Chicago? Uh, suburbs, Western suburbs out like Naperville, Wheaton Naperville. area. Yeah. 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 So I'm in Barrington. Oh, cool. Barrington yeah. Yeah. is off of 59 and yeah. down a little bit South. Yeah. I shouldn't give away sources, but the Bartlett Goodwill is my favorite when I go back home. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you're yeah. not here right now, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, go. There. I'm only there like two, three, four times a year, but when I go, I always make my way out there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've got, I like the House of Hope in Lake Zurich, and I, I really... I love that one it, when they have their clearance because the whole back room gets goes oh, nice. dollar right now. It's they've got everything kids 25 cents and lots of it's not kids. Okay. They just, <laughs> you know, we today, just for our listeners, we were all in a room and we had assigned people come in and we would help them with uh, their closet. So we would actually take time to look at their closet and give them advice. What do you think was the most common advice you guys were giving? What do you think, Martina? For me, the most common advice I was giving was um, pictures. 
Um, and I have to say, I'm I'm an older for, you know, a lot of the young ladies here. And I love that everyone I met with today was around my age. And it was just great to be like, there's just such a wide age range on Poshmark. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool, but pictures were, was probably the biggest one of the three closets that I looked in and, and maybe how to use some of the apps that are out there, like pick tap go or photo room yeah. and um, to help them kind of enhance that first picture um, and how that first picture on Google plays a role. And so we talked about some of those things like that. Oh, very cool. That's great advice. How about you, Randy? I will definitely echo what she said. I spent a lot of time talking about background removal tools and how a white background tends to come up better in Google searches and how Poshmark is actually coming up in Google. And a lot of people didn't seem to know that. Um, I had an array of ranges of where people are in their journey. So I had somebody just starting out that had only been on for four months. And then I had somebody that's been on for several years that's already a six-figure seller. and you would think that maybe you wouldn't have a lot to add to that, but there were some pretty basic things that she just skipped right over. So it just goes to show that depending on how good a value your product is, you can still sell, even if everything's not perfect. Right. So she was doing very well, but yeah, we had talked about mannequins and different types of mannequins. Uh, I got into a conversation with one posher about like a typical mannequin mistake. Like if you get a canvas mannequin, how that doesn't play well with fabric, you're going to be like fighting to get the clothes on the mannequin and how much easier it was when she finally switched to plastic. Cause it'll slide on and slide off yeah. easier. Um, we got into not using punctuation or abbreviations and titles. I love yeah. that because those are all little things that, you know, even as a, a seasoned seller, you don't, you just, you've learned it and you made your mistakes early on. And now it's just second nature to you. But when you step back and have to teach someone else, it really helps you see the value in all the things you've learned. You know, you realize how much you are an expert, you know, and it seems silly because you're like, Oh, I just resell and I thrift. No, we're experts. We're experts in this field and we can and do help people, you know, don't you think Martina? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I felt that way today. Um, Also bringing in um, social media because that was one of the areas on that. And that was such a great form that Poshmark gave us to go through the closets with everyone. Oh yeah. Randy, Randy, I have to say, I love that you put that on Instagram too. I just thought that was fabulous. Everybody needs to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because to take that home, really review your closet yourself then if you have that form in front of you. Um, but um, bringing up the social media part of it, because I think Instagram and Parshmark really go well together. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, a lot of the people that I talked to, or the, all three of them that I talked to really had missed um, some, like you said, some basic things. And, and a lot of it are basic things that have come out recently, like the bulk sharing. I showed um, two of the three, four folks, I talked to four um, folks that about the how to do it, like literally hit here, hit here. I had one person here. that didn't know about shit, the share all feature yeah. or how to filter out uh, the solds. Right. Right. Uh, the model filter out Let me show you. <laughs> it's such, I mean, you just to see the relief 
roll over their face and, and the shock that like, oh my God, this is just about to get so much easier was, was a joy. You know, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So that was really fun. And I'm actually doing it again tomorrow because as I was rolling out, they had too many appointments tomorrow. Yeah. And so I think I was slowly wandering out because I was getting people's emails and they were like, "Uh, do you want to do it again tomorrow? (laughs) I was like, sure. So I'm excited about that. It was really actually very enjoyable. Besides that, how did you guys go to a bunch of the breakouts and did you um, engage in all the other activities and what was your favorite thing? I went to two, two sessions before I started getting hangry and had to leave. (laughs) I went to, of course, the trend recap of upcoming trends and what's happening there because it's our job to do that. So yeah, (laughs) I went to that. That was really unique. They had somebody from Poshmark HQ and then they had somebody from Google Mm -hmm. uh, and the lady from Google gave some great web links on how to uh, to research trends on what is popular and being searched on Google right now. So that was very cool. And then the second session was just about how to control your and organize your inventory and a little bit on sourcing. So, Oh, I um, was in there. Yeah. Yeah. I I always, you don't want to fall into the trap, no matter how long you do this, thinking that, you know, it all, because even if it's a basic session, you will find some nugget of information that is either an update because things are constantly changing in the tech world. You'll figure something out if you Absolutely. did not know something. That's Definitely. so true. Some nuggets. So true. Yeah. I went to the build your brand one. Oh yeah. And, um, I actually took quite a few nuggets away from that you always think building your brand is such, is going to be such a big endeavor to take on. And, you know, how do you build a brand, but they really broke it down to just um, being consistent in your colors and your look and that it's consistent across all platforms. If it's Instagram, if it's Poshmark, if it's YouTube, you know, and that's how you're building your brand. So when somebody looks at it, they can say, Oh, that looks like crazy, normal chic. And it could just be a color Um, cohesion that's across all the platforms and to just be yourself. I always want to go out on YouTube myself, but I, I hold myself back a little bit. Um, But that people just want to see you and you're going to find your people. And I just thought that was a really good message. So just be you. (laughs) I love that. Yes. And, and there's just such a variety of people that hit and become popular on Instagram and Poshmark. And it doesn't, it's not always like the, you know, the size two little perfect modely looking person or someone you would think like that, those, that look that you see on TikTok, for example, people here are hustling. They want answers. They want to make money. And if you've got some answers for them, you're in baby. It doesn't, that is not what matters here. This is get some crap done, you know? And I just love that about this community. And, and I'm not just talking about Poshmark community, uh, although I am thoroughly impressed again and again with the Poshmark community, but resellers as a whole, I think it takes a special person to resell. And I think it takes um, a really holistic look at, you know, how to make money and how to just think outside the box. And, you know, a lot of us start out just enjoying the treasure hunt, but as you grow through the business and become part of this industry, and it is, it is a billion dollar industry, uh, you realize that um, there's nothing bad about it. You know, you're helping the, the, the globe, you're helping the environment, you're helping others, you're helping um, others save money, you're helping 
yourself make money and stay home with your children, which helps your children have a better existence. I mean, there's so many good things about it. And it's just, it helps to be in a industry like this when you're building a brand because you can be so proud of it, you Mm -hmm. know? And I just really appreciate that about this, um, this community. You know, so, well, my, the thing that I'm looking most forward to is the hackathon because that's, that's the stuff, like that's all the new yes. stuff yes. coming out. So I'm really jazzed about that. I definitely want to see that and record everything that's going on there. I may just stalk Banish again because he was so nice to me today. I was scared. You know how you're scared to meet someone that you really admire because you don't want them to disappoint He's a you. Poshmark celebrity. <laughs> yeah. And I just really admire him. And then I saw what he said in the state of the union, which was like, it's basically my mantra. My, it was born out of the pandemic and seeing so many women suffer and being laid off and not knowing where to turn. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my gosh, you, you can do this from home. You're it's so easy. And and he just mirrored all of that and said all of that. I mean, the whole, he said, basically Poshmark doesn't work if we don't help each other. And uh, so I was gushing, like I'm gushing now to him about how much I appreciate him. And he teared up. Oh, and he said, Oh my gosh, you're making me tear up. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're such a genuine person. I love you. Like it was amazing. I was like, you really do care. It's so clear. So I was just really thrilled with that. And, um, I got a picture with him and I just was like, well, oh, you made my whole day. So I've just been sort of coasted on that. that you got to see your buddy tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't want to scare him. Like, hi again. <laughs> He's That's just funny. so nice. But then um, also Nathalie Kelly interviewed me. Oh, cool. Was random. She just walked up to our table and said, anybody want to get interviewed? And she picked three or four people. So that was totally cool. She's adorable. Oh my gosh. What a yeah. cute guy. And I didn't realize all she'd been in. She's in tons of stuff. She's gorgeous. And just, she had the cutest thing on and she got it on Poshmark. It was this beautiful silk uh, dress. I just, oh, what a doll. So all in all, great day, right? That, that portion with yeah. her. And I think the state of the union with Manesh, you can um, watch on their YouTube channel yeah. because I didn't catch it live, but I was watching it from my PJs in my bed. So you look great. Yeah. <laughs> they shared both of those things. Yeah. I, I watched it on YouTube too. It was great to see the whole, his whole speech. It was wonderful. Yep. Well, I just think a giant thumbs up and I'm only on day one. Um, I'm just really shocked. I, I gotta tell you, like, I've been always skeptical because it, it's a high ticket and, um, thrilled. I just really yeah. feel like they, they checked all the boxes for me. So I'm just really happy. Um, and I get to pick up my posh fixings in person. So yeah. good. Cause I really need that big bag. Cause I got all this <laughs> stuff from whatnot, unless, uh, you know, Martina, you're local. You want to come check this stuff out. They're going, it's going cheap. They've got the, you said the hackathon. They also are going to do a demo on lives. So that should be cool. And I'm actually really looking forward to um, the venture planning. It sounds horrendous and boring, but to me, that's kind of where I'm at in my journey. Yeah. Because there comes a point where you've got too much money wrapped up in inventory and it's not selling as fast as you're spending. So I'm curious to see what they have to say on that. <laughs> yeah. I, I gave a little bit of, uh, of advice on that today too. I think, I feel like people, first of all, I said to do the relist, you know, the relist and delete situation, because a lot of people don't realize that that operates as a new listing 
and it also gets your price back up. But then I also said, let go. You've got to like, you, you got to get into the story because you can't, you have a huge, and, and I'm guilty of this. You have this huge closet and you just let it sit there. And sometimes it's overwhelming to people. And then you do have repeat customers and they see the same things. So you do have to move that inventory. So it's a delicate balance, you know, I would say. (laughs) So I went sourcing in the bins today um, in Houston because I heard uh, from some friends of mine on Poshmark that it's awesome. So I went to the one on Long. Oh, Long Point. Long Point. Yes. And um, there were no carts. When I got in there. So I was you. psycho <laughs> pile. And then I finally like coerced this woman to give me her card. She was going to take it all the way out to the parking lot. I was like, please. So <laughs> she gave me her card and uh, thank God. Other than that, I found some really good stuff, but you know, it was yeah, crazy. I, I only crazy. source the bins. That's my business model. So I only do the bins and there's five of them around Houston. And it's amazing some of the stuff um, that I found at the bins. I always come away with at least one pair of cowboy boots. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I saw I mean, some cowboy boots. I left a lot of stuff that I saw that I would normally have probably grabbed. And even though I would normally have snagged them to take home, I don't, I'm trying not to fly with a ton of stuff and it's all, I'm already failing at that. So, um, <laughs> you know, I just don't want to deal with it. I'm thinking, should I ship it home? Should I? So I just offered a bunch of people mystery boxes Martina, come and get it. You know, like literally I don't want to fly with this stuff, but, um, you know, but that's the beauty of the bins. You can, you're not ever losing money. You're always going to make money. What about you, Randy? Where do you, where do you love to source? Oh, I like sourcing in Colorado, believe it or not. Um, it sounds similar to Houston by way of the Western wear, like leather fringe cowboy boots, but also Colorado gets into uh, cold weather stuff that is kind of, I guess, I guess more substantial as far as like weight and texture and it, wool and, and organic fabric. So maybe you can ask for a higher ticket price point on it. I find a lot of vintage wool and old grandpa sweaters that seem to sell well. And um, sometimes vintage ski gear, like full fledged eighties, nineties, yeah. neon sweatsuit bibbed type ski pants. That's awesome. Seem to do well. So yeah, I, I hang out there. I haven't done the bins in Colorado though. My, my dad's side of the family is the side that's from Chicago and my dad and I are the ones that relocated to Las Vegas together, but my mom's half is all Colorado. So I am bouncing constantly between Vegas, Chicago, Colorado, and those are my little sourcing places. Then my little sister went rogue and went up to Utah. The Utah bins were something. Those were good bins too, because like Colorado, same type of stuff. Yeah. So when we go into fourth quarter and winter, that's my jam, sweaters, boots, <laughs> leather. Like I yeah. go, damn, I, I go so crazy and summer's definitely more mellow for me. <laughs> yeah. My, um, my mother-in-law had a place in Sundance for many, many years. And so I would source in, in Sundance. They all thought it was crazy, but not Sundance, but I would go down to Provo and yeah. uh, that's great, sure. thrift, oh. shopping. great thrift shopping, Deseret. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Do you make the trip up to Sturdivant? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's fun too. That's another one of my favorites. Yeah. It's actually a really good Benz. Yeah. It's just so far. It's I mean, not that bad. It's like an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. 
That's nothing. It just drives me nuts when I know like there's 10 thrift shops around Mm -hmm. me, but I do do it. I do. You've got to be in the mood. I, we look at it as an excuse. We're foodies. Like we go on a tour of pizza when we go back home to Chicago, Mm -hmm. (laughs) go up to Sturdivant, we go to the brat stop and get like Kringla and brats and all that stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Make it a whole thing. (laughs) It's a really, it's a really good Ben's. It's just that it, it really eats into my day and I'm so jammed right now, but I've been trying to get up there. I also have so much inventory. Like yeah. I feel like I, I should... put myself on a pause. I didn't go here, which is amazing. Like the whole rolling rack to rolling rack posh is because, um, I was doing this full-time for a couple of years and then, you know, work fired up. I work in events. So I actually travel the country for Volkswagen, working all their auto shows and presenting cars and public speaking and stuff. And so I try to shop wherever they send me, which is pretty much all over the place. Um, but it just got out of hand uh, asking for a friend. How do you get all that stuff home? <laughs> so, okay. I was going to say this earlier when you're like, I don't know what to do with this stuff. Um, Lori is here from eBliss and I'm sure you've heard that name dropped a couple of times in a couple yeah. of discussions. Um, Lori and Dave are a couple and they're in Colorado and, um, I've actually been to their facility. Basically they are storing and organizing your inventory. So basically what I would do if I wanted to to shop here in Houston, um, it would take a little bit of pre-planning because I would bring my different size Ziploc bags. I would bring my roll of SKU stickers and I would have to find a box or bring a box, get a box somewhere. And then I would print out a label probably at the hotel printer and I send it to eBliss and they deal with it for me. You're selling it. So it's still on me to to list and to take pictures. So, Uh but they do store it pull, pack, and ship. My new system is if this was selling new with tags is something that would retail for over a hundred dollars. If the answer is yes, it makes sense. I wouldn't even mess with sending anything to Eblis That's not going to sell for at least $35 because they take around four to $6 per item. Yeah. It's like, that's so cool. Totally worth it. You get your house back, your life back, your mind back. It's great. (laughs) I mean, you should, I will build my whole, I will change my whole business model to accommodate that. Like I will stop picking up lower end stuff so I can do that. So Martina, tell me about your process. Like what, so you, you source the bins, that's your total business plan. So do you have like, um, a day you go a price point you stop at, do you have, I I usually try to go, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I usually only go once a week and I usually pick up anywhere from 40 to 50 items. Um, I have a smaller closet, um, but I do everything myself. So I manage about 300 items, but I'm selling about hundred to 150 a month. So I'm going through half my closet every month. And so I kind of list what I'm uh, the same amount that I'm selling every month. Um, I am part of the reason I wanted to come to is because I'm at that point where I want to level up. I want to kind of yeah. bring it up next level. Um, so hearing all the, the ideas of how people, People are doing things that manage more of an inventory. Um, I have a walk-in closet. My whole inventory is in one walk-in closet. Wow. You know, my average sales price is about $31. So right now I won't pick up an item if I can't list it for anywhere to $40 to $50 at a minimum, because I do like to price it a little higher so that I can send an offer and yeah. discount. Um, so I really do. I am very picky when I'm at the bin. So it can take me all day to be there because that item has to be able to list for a higher price point. Wow. All day. That's kind of, yeah. Like heaven. (laughs) Well, in this humidity, not so much when I leave. I am hot. Yeah. Oh God. The biggest bins, they don't have air in the summer and it's like 116 and they have a fan. I'm like, no, (laughs) no, no, no. 
That sounds horrible. It's awful. Oh, um, but that's kind of what my model's like now. And um, I bring it all home and, you know, I wash it, steam it, clean it, whatever I need to do with those items. There's some repairs sometimes. I love vintage. I do find quite a few vintage pieces yeah. and then I, I batch my work. So, you know, I hang it all up. I do it from short to long and then I measure it all at once. And then I take pictures all at once. And then I edit my pictures all at once and draft. And I, I use Vendue, draft them all into Vendue and then. Yeah go from there. So that's awesome. Yeah. So it, and it just depends. I do all different ways. I'll do that. I'll batch it. I'll, I'll spend a whole day listing. And then other times I'll just get, you know, 20 done at a time. It just depends on what I have time for, you know, and I source all different ways and, and situations. A lot of times I'm driven to, to go to a thrift shop because a kid needs something. I've got four kids, you know, so a kid needs something or someone asked me for something and nothing makes me more jazzed than one of my kids saying, mom, can you find me? Uh, I'm like, yes, look what absolutely I, I can watch me go, you know? And so I, I just get all excited about finding them that perfect thing. And I usually can obviously. And, uh, that just thrills me. So I just, I really enjoy that. And, I love now my, my daughter, I was thinking about doing different shows once these, and well, this was the last thing I want to talk to you guys about in the next 10 minutes is the pause shows. But I think once I can start doing pause shows, I'm training on the sixth. Um, oh, so, so am I, we might be in the same class. Yay! Oh, good. Yeah. So I, I want to do a her, a Katie show and a, a Riley show. Cause they've, my two daughters have such oh. different, looks and what they wear and everything. Riley's total TikTok, but she's 10 years old and like, she's so cute. And, um, and she wears like crop tops and sweatpants and she loves Lululemon and she wants to spend a bazillion dollars on her outfit. And Katie wears the coolest nineties crap I've ever seen on a kid. You know, like she is all about thrifting, all about nineties, all of it. Her we talked a lot about this today. Like when you source, you know, they go and talk to the to the Plato's closet people. And they're like, what are you taking? Well, or, you know, they go to their teenagers and they're, you know, and say, what are you buying? What do you want? You know why? Because they're in school and they're seeing 700 of the same thing over and over and over again. You know what I mean? So right. it's just really a smart move to listen to the youth of America when it comes to resale. <laughs> sure. So anyway, so posh shows because we have to do it because I've been going on and looking at them and there's like a hundred people in every show. It seems like they're doing a really good job keeping it not oversaturated with sellers right now doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's everybody's jam anyways, because even somebody today during a uh, closet consultation was telling me that she had been approved on whatnot. And she said, she's scared to go live. So some people are just a little yeah. bit freaked out by going live. So it's not everybody's cup of tea anyway. So hey, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid to speak live. It's not just that you've got your list of things that you've got to pin yeah. and, you know, with Poshmark, you don't necessarily have to worry about a following because if there's really? so many people on the app all the time, when they get used to seeing those shows, they're just going to pop into them. And so yeah. Hopefully we can keep them there. <laughs> right. Right. When on whatnot, it's all shows all the time, you know, let's just finish up with a feel good topic. Why, what makes you enjoy being a reseller the most? For me, it's a combination of everything, but 
I was in the corporate world as a um, treasury management consultant, you know, for 25 plus years. And my husband, he works 20 days of the month gone and he's only home 10 days. And we chose quality of life because we just never saw each other. And um, so I love the reselling piece of it for that flexibility. I just feel like we got our life back. And then along with that, I love the sourcing. And some of the love notes I get on the items that people um, receive, one of my favorite ones is I sold this vintage jumpsuit. I think it was gold lame and the gal was wearing it to a share concert and she was so excited. Yeah. And um, it's, I love hearing those stories of why they picked that particular item. For me, it started because I had a serious shopping problem, a massive shopping problem. Like we're talking $60,000 in credit card debt. I had a shopping problem. Oh boy. And <laughs> I didn't know like luxury brands. This is like $60,000, like TJ Maxx and fast fashion, like girl, get some better knowledge on what you're spending money on and value yeah. of stuff. So it kind of started as a joke, like one thing in one thing out. And it's like, oh, I sold four things on Poshmark so I can buy four things from Amazon. And it just kind of became a thing. And then um, we broke up and I had to move all the inventory to Vegas. <laughs> oh, no. and, and breakups are very enlightening. Um, there's been two since I've been on Poshmark because somebody asked earlier, like whose family helps them run their Poshmark business. And my hand went up because my dad, my mom have gotten roped in with like, Hey, can you ship this packet? The California boyfriend I am now back with, but there was somebody <laughs> in between and this person in between, um, he used to joke around and he's like, I'm her Poshmark mule because he would come visit me when I was on the road and I bought him a set of luggage and I would source on the road and I would send him back with the luggage and he would store everything. And ship Oh my, my gosh. And so we abruptly had a breakup out of nowhere. And I swear I had two bedrooms in his house full of inventory. And oh so God. I don't know if you guys watch uh, any of my YouTube stuff, but I had this whole thing called the great thread up experiment because I sent everything to thread up yeah. just so I could even get it rejected and sent home to Vegas and not have to pay shipping. Uh. So, but what <laughs> they accepted um, I just did a series on and it was wild. I had a $1,500 box in one of them. So it was wow. not, so it's all documented on YouTube, but that was like That's awesome. a total accident by way of a breakup. <laughs> so, That's great. That's a great yeah. story. You guys have so much great advice. And I think it is so true that you never stop learning in this business. And I just keep expanding my knowledge and every, at every turn, the, the things I'm learning are fascinating to me. You know, it's just, there's just so many elements of this industry and, uh, they all do good. And I just love that. So, um, I really appreciate you guys. I think we did some good tonight. We got a lot of information out to some people and this rags to resale will be everywhere that you find podcasts and on our YouTube channel at poshproproject.com. And you guys do a shout out for your, give me your um, handles on everything. Randy, where can we find you? I'm on pretty much everything. Instagram, Poshmark, eBay, and Mercari. It's Rolling Rack Posh. On Whatnot, it's Rolling Rack Resale. So a little more broad. And then um, I've got the Poshmark 101 group, the public face group. Facebook group. That's mine. Oh. Um, and I think we're about to kick over 2000 members. So it's, I just, Oh, that's awesome. Like, like You're going to kick over 2000. Cause I'm going to join. Yeah, right. do it. Yeah. Awesome. So um, yeah. Just which, which look up groups it's uh posh, posh mark. One Oh one is the group. Oh. 
on Facebook. And then um, you can go to poshcoach.com. That's my website. So all my courses, the Poshmark course that's launching and some other stuff's all launching on there. There's a trend report that you can sign up for. So quarterly. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. That's great. What about you, Martina? Where can we find you? Crazy normal chic on all platforms. So Poshmark, eBay, and Instagram, Pinterest, everything's crazy normal chic. Awesome. And and I'll just add one funny little thing. The reason crazy normal, when I met my husband on Match, and that was my handle, crazy normal. (laughs) That was 15 years ago. So that's where crazy That's adorable. What a great story. You guys are awesome. And I just keep meeting awesome people with this, with this in in this industry and on Poshmark. And I just love you guys. And I really appreciate you. And thank you for joining us. And we will be back next week with more fun on Rags to Resale. Thanks for listening, guys. Tips, live events, contests, celebrity appearances. Don't miss a moment. Follow Posh Pro Project on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube and check out our e-learning courses for resellers at poshproproject.com.